You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. with everybody there is growth that they ought to be seeking and if i want to have a a company that's growing i need to fill it with people who are growing and one of the things that we do is to is to meet with everybody quarterly and look at you know how do you want to grow and look at uh, i do this personally each year what are the what are the areas of my life that i want to grow in you know what how do i want to grow uh, mentally and emotionally how do i want to grow you know, physically and with health or with my relationships or spiritually and look at these major pillars of life to say, what am I accomplishing that is advancing and helping me develop and grow? And if I do that with my company and I have everybody doing that, then I have a company that's growing because it's populated by people who are growing. Yeah. And that's interesting you say that. I find over the last few years, a little bit of a shift. So obviously I do corporate training uh, for leader, leaders, high-performing companies, what I'm finding the last couple of years, they actually want to take a step back from, hey, I know you want to work with our executive leaders and we need that to help develop leadership. However, we want more personal development and self-leadership focus. So a, a company, an example I really enjoyed working with was Colliers. So I think their headquarters might be in Canada. It's a corporate um, corporate real estate company, um, a commercial real estate. So their CEO came to one of my events. He's sitting right at the front of the room and... After two or three days, I went up and I said, Mark, tell me more about what you do. And he told me, I'm CEO of Colliers and been there for 25 years as CEO. Wow. I was like, what are you doing here? I was like, you've been a CEO almost as long as I've been alive. And we're both laughing. And he says, James, I've learned so much and I've taken notes. I was like, I've watched you take copious notes and you've asked a ton of questions. And he says, look, my personal development journey is never over. I'm constantly wanting to level up because if I'm better, I serve my people better. And the company grows and everyone wins. He says, could you take that program we've just done over the last couple of days and all 600 of my staff nationwide, could we travel around and make sure that every one of them gets to experience that? Like, why do you want to do that? I was like, that's going to really help them in their personal lives. What does it help with Colliers? He went, James, it's going to help so much. I think better people equals better performers. And better, you change performers with staff members, team members, whatever you want. But he's so right. And I see more and more companies actually wanted to invest in self-leadership, helping individuals live better, drink better, move better, think better. You know, All these different things are becoming, I think, the norm for those high-performing organizations. Yeah. the um, What we do at Decidedly the same thing is look at our, have a, at least an hour, a quarter to focus on what are the three areas of a person's who's on our team, what are the three years of their life that they want to improve? And those are aligned to their specific core values in whatever way they've articulated them. So they're not vague values. They're very precise. Um, and then which, what are the three values they want to improve on this quarter? What are three actions that they can take this quarter to improve those? And then check it, check up on them. And I have to tell people over and over, I don't want this to be a work related um, project. You know, if you think that somehow a work-related project is going to 
be the best thing that you can do in your life to affect this goal of yours that is tied to this specific value of yours personally, then that's okay. I'm not going to not let you do something work-related, but I don't expect that it is work-related. And I'm happier if they're not, because then I know that it really was personal growth. You're not focused on how to make money. And so it might be, hey, I want to lift weights uh, a certain number of times a week. Hey, maybe I want to do 20 minutes of prayer every day for the next 90 days, or I want to spend more time talking with my daughter about uh, her relationship with God. They're they're not always like some fantastical goal. Uh, They're not always, I want to run a marathon. Sometimes they're very simple, actionable steps that they can take to live a more aligned life. Yeah, and it's the simple steps that are, to me, the important steps. I have a, a very simple process every night. So I get my journal out and I go 1% better tomorrow. So what could I do to be 1% better in, in my five key areas? So family, fitness, finance, learning, and brand. To me, those are my priorities. And fitness is mental and physical, spiritual. So what's 1% okay. better tomorrow? And they're the tiniest things, the smallest things, like sit and eat breakfast with the family, no phones at the table, and just talk about what we're grateful for and what we're looking forward to for the day. It could be, you know what, get my 20-minute walk and um, a 15-minute hit workout in at lunch. Just the simplest things, tiniest little swings done every day so that I know 1% better will compound. So I think you're right. Like You don't need to be taking big swings every day or every month if you know where you're headed. It's small little compounding moments. Yeah, I agree 100%. And some th- those are the most gratifying moments for me as a leader is when I see someone set a personal objective for themselves to live a more aligned life and then they do it. I'm like, oh man, I get way more excited for them than if they get that you know business quarterly objective done. Because I said, man, if I can create a culture and a, and a place where people come to work and they're better people because they work here, oh, there's nothing more important that I could be doing with my life. If if people come here and their children and their spouses recognize, wow, now that you're working there, you're better, like you're a better husband, you're a better wife, you're a better dad. Not, oh, uh, since you took that job, I don't see you anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite. It's, oh man, you're better member of the family and of the community because uh, of the where you work. Oh man, there's nothing better that I could do. And the All Blacks here in, in New Zealand, so I say they're, they're like icons here for us in terms of sport. They have a very simple saying, better person equals better All Black or better player, right? If they're a better person, they're going to be better on field. <laughs> So they focus a lot on their mindset, their family, their finances, their post-career options. Like there's so much wrapped around them. And I see this a lot in professional sport now, that they're working on how do we help the person feel better, have more fulfillment, because we're going to get more out of them from a business perspective or a team perspective. And we're going to get longevity because they won't be burned out. They won't have a partner at home who's saying, please, can you spend two minutes with me and the kids? Like they've got, this rounded, more holistic view of what high performance is. Yeah. And I think people, that's what people are actually aiming at when they talk about work-life balance. But a lot of times, the reason I don't love the phrase work-life balance is that 
I don't think most people who propo- who are a proponent of that philosophy could articulate what you just did. What they mean is I need to spend less time working, more time with my family, or, you know, I need to spend whatever amount of time between these two things called work and life, which are for some reason separated in this, um, in this idea. I need to spend the amount of time precisely that I desire. Proportionality. Yeah. Yeah. It's proportionality. And, no, and no. that's not, I don't think something worthwhile at aiming aiming at. You could have work life integration uh, that's fulfilling, that is is leaning very heavily towards work related tasks and objectives, and still have a very fulfilled life. Depending on your north star, not everybody wants that, and that's fine. But this idea that I've I got to go to work, and then I when I'm done, I go and live my life. Uh, that's a recipe for bad life and bad work. If you can say, how can my work make my life better, not as this separate thing away from life, but how as a part of my life, can it make everything else in my life better, including my family, including my friends, including my hobbies, including my social uh, uh, life, including my community, including my faith, then man, you're going to, why would you not want to be there? Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.